Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up on this episode, I'll break it down with Brian H. Big E, is it his time finally? Let's talk about it as we get set for Break It Down with Brian H. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Brian H. Waters. This show, of course, is brought to you by the Wrestling Realm. Make sure you go ahead, hit the subscribe button right here on YouTube. Just go ahead, hit the button below. We are live right now on YouTube, on periscope so if you're out there go ahead hit the retweet button for me and tell your friends to talk about it tell them to tell you uh, about the uh tell them about the wrestling realm tell them about break it down with brian h so thank you for joining me as we get set for this episode so also just to let you know we are also on instagram and twitter make sure you give us a follow at wrestling realm you can see it right there on your screen and then of course we are also on facebook live folks so you know you can check us out over there and um if you're watching now go ahead jump in the chat go ahead let me know how you feel what did you think about tonight's show on smackdown live as i get set like i said Big E set for a WWE singles run. We saw Kofi Kingston talking to him and quite frankly telling him, look, you know, it's your time now. Woods is sideline. I'm getting ready to be sideline. It is your time now. You have been waiting patiently in the, uh, you know, been waiting patiently. You haven't, you never show any animosity. So it makes you wonder, like, wait, are is this going to happen? Would the WWE go ahead and pull the trigger on a big E? I know people out there thinking, well, they only doing this because of what's going on in the country. As I've said time and time again, as black people, we want a fair shot, a fair opportunity, a chance, a chance at equality. When Kofi Kingston won the championship in April of 2019, I said this could open the door for things to come. I always believed that. I always believed that it could open the door for Big E, for Xavier Woods. Um, and, and I still do believe that, you know. Um, I think this is a great opportunity for the WWE to go ahead, you know, Try new things. As I was talking to my good brother, Glenn, we was talking about this. Go ahead, try new things. Give us some things. There's no crowd there. You can really, at this point, you can manipulate the crowd exactly how you want them to because you're controlling it. So, you know, if you want to get Big E over, I, I guarantee he'll get over online. We already know that. Um, so I'm hoping that they, you know, go ahead pull the trigger. You got to think about this. Braun Strowman, how many people on the roster can legitimately beat him where it will be believable? It's not The Miz. Sorry, it's not AJ Styles. It's not Daniel Bryan. Sure, those guys can out-wrestle him, but to make it really believable, you got another muscle head, quote-unquote, in Big E, it'll look believable. So go ahead, pull the trigger. 
Um, and maybe it doesn't happen, doesn't need to happen right now, per se, but down the line, Biggie is a former NXT champion. He came in, he's his first match was at WrestleMania, his first match on the main roster, I believe, is at WrestleMania with Dolph Ziggler going against Team Hell No at WrestleMania 29. How many people can say that? So why not go ahead, give him an opportunity, give him a shot, put, get, look, Braun can't hold the title forever. We don't know the way this pandemic is going because we, we kind of know Roman Reigns. That's where they would want to go, right? But we don't know when Roman's coming back. And Roman is playing the safe, and he's very smart for this. We know he has a compromised immune system. So there's no need for him out there risking his lives for us. It, or he already does that when he gets in the ring. So why not look at Big E? I would love to see him do it as a heel. I mean, a face. Uh, he's he has the charisma. He has the crossover ability. Um, if you got a chance, folks, um, when shortly after George Floyd was brutally killed by the police, we saw um, the New Day. They did a podcast, and basically, it was like what it's like being black in America. And Big E just got on there and just essentially poured his heart out. And I sat there and I listened to it and I was almost in tears and I saw the raw, authentic emotion. And I'm like, man, you know, this is a guy who gets it, who's living, you know, living his truth, not afraid to speak up about his truth, what's going on, but also somebody, you know, just being real. And at the end of the day, you want a believable WWE champion or a universal champion. So I would like to see them give him a shot. I don't know if it's going to happen, you know, um, but, and and quite frankly, I've, I've said this earlier this week with Kofi Kingston, you know, when he lost the championship, it was like, okay, good, I had it. But now maybe this can go come full circle. Big E can win the championship. And then you don't have to break up the new day. That's the beauty of this right here. You don't need to break up the new day in order to do this. So I'm interested to see what they do uh, as far as this concern. Moving on, Naomi, folks. Naomi made it very clear. I mean, well, I should say the fans, we made it very clear. We was not happy in how she was being treated. And we saw the hashtag Naomi deserves, uh, deserves better trend. Booker T and her, we, we talked about this on um, Tuesday, Wednesday with her and Booker T exchanging words. And I said then that I just wish somebody would have picked up the phone, had a conversation. Well, since then, we saw them discuss, I have a discussion. And I really, I was happy they had this, um, you know, it was over Twitter. And pretty much Booker T said, look, I mean, Naomi basically said, look, at the end of the day, I'm out here busting my tail. And I'll accept any help. And Booker's offered that he would always be there if she wanted it. But basically, don't get caught up on the internet. Listen to the internet. He said, you won't even listen to those people on the internet. You won't listen to me. And I, I, at the end of the day, this is a conversation that should have happened over the phone. But I'm glad to see things patched up between the two. And I just hope we can move forward. Uh, we saw that Miz and Morrison brought this to light on SmackDown. They talked about it. And of course, they had their jokes because they're Miz and Morrison. What else you expect? Uh, but I thought it was funny for what it was. Um, and Naomi, Alicia Evans came out there. She made fun of it and basically said, hey, 
you know, people got mad because I, you know, pretty much wiped the floor with you. And that's going to lead to a rematch next week where they will face each other. And again, I am tired of the rematches. This past Sunday was the horror show Extreme Rules. We're already getting Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler on Raw. We're getting Asuka versus Sasha on Raw. We're getting Naomi versus Lacey Evans. The match happened last week, and it's happening again next week on SmackDown. It's annoying. And then moving on to the next one, we're getting Bayley defending the Women's Championship against Nikki Cross. Uh, tonight on SmackDown, Bayley and Nikki Cross went out there. I mean, Bailey and Sasha, you know, they was bragging the golden role models of the WWE. And they declared the women's evolution is over because it's about the Sasha and Bailey era. And as they declared this over, I sat there and I said, oh, OK, this is funny. But Nikki Cross came out. Basically, you know, she wasn't happy with losing. She wanted another shot. And Bailey said, fine, you got to go against somebody who's a multiple time champion who is a future Hall of Famer. And, of course, it looked like she was going to say Sasha. Instead, she said Alexa Bliss. And I loved every bit of that. Make them two wrestle each other. And the winner would get a shot next week. Now, I was wrong. I just knew Alexa was going to win. I said, they'll give us a different matchup. And, you know, uh, what was crazy to me, um, and I guess it's not a bad thing. It's just me nitpicking. I'm like, why is Alexa going to target her ribs? Now, granted, I understand it's for the Women's Championship. But it's a... I mean, I shot at the women's championship, but it's also your best friend. So you're going to really beat your best friend down that much. You're going to hurt her ribs. But in the end, Nikki Cross outsmarted her and she was successful. So we're going to get that rematch, her and Bailey next week. And I'm not going to lie, I'm not really excited about it because, quite frankly, I think for me, I've said this before. If I was paying $59.99 for these matches and then you give them to me a week later, I would be upset. Because I could have waited. Uh, back in the day, your match on pay-per-view was Ric Flair versus Macho Man. And you didn't get that on Superstars. Or your match on pay-per-view was Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. You didn't get that on Monday Night Raw. You had to wait for it. Stone Cold versus The Rock. You didn't get it on Raw. You had to wait for it. And then once you got it, you didn't get the rematch. It was something about... Seeing those two people clash, and, and that's how it should be. You know, you wait time and time again. Think about when AJ and Shinsuke, we had to wait for a while, and then we finally got it at WrestleMania. You know, you know, it happened in New Japan, I know that, but we finally got it at WrestleMania, and that was it. So that's my issue. Don't give me the matches right away. So, you know, don't keep giving them to me. And, I, and that's the thing that's annoying, you know. So, but that's my soapbox about rematches in the WWE. Uh, we saw Bray Wyatt uh, with the um, the fun, uh, fun house tonight. And, you know, he pretty much declared The Fiend is coming back. So it makes you wonder, is the Fiend, will The Fiend defeat Braun Strowman? I know I said at the top of the show. I want to see Big E take out Strowman, but will the Fiend be the one to regain the championship? You know, it could be a safe bet, but the thing is, and I learned this as I got older as an older wrestling fan and having superior wrestling intellect, 
I noticed that it is really hard to get heat on your champion. And that's because when you have heat on your, I mean, it's hard to get heat on a big man. You, the big man doesn't have to cheat, but also the big man, it's hard to get sympathy for him. Do you really feel bad for Strowman getting beat up? Did you really feel bad for him getting thrown in the swamp in the swamp match? A swamp fight? Not really. So I understand why, you know, but unless you're going to just make him a superior dominant champion, and which I would you could do that when they're healed, because to me, that's what it was with Yoko Zuna. It felt like nobody could beat Yoko. You know, they lined up Lex Luger, they lined up a bunch of people, and it wasn't until WrestleMania where Bret Hart had to use his brain to outsmart him. Same thing with uh, Diesel. Diesel was a big guy. He had charisma. Some people didn't like Diesel, but nonetheless, he was the cool guy. But then again, it was Bret Hart outsmarting him to beat him for the championship. So that's where I'm with that one. And then we saw in the main event on SmackDown another cinematography matchup, and that was Jeff Hardy taking on Sheamus in a bar fight where Jeff Hardy was successful getting the win. So um, I'm not a fan of this story. We know Jeff Hardy has had his struggles with alcohol. We don't need it constantly in our faces. We don't, folks. I'm sorry. Let's move on. I did like what he said. He said his brother's WWE career was deleted. And now it's time to get his revive. Jeff Hardy's another one. You know, one first thing I bring back, no, no more words. I hope you guys remember that song. No more words. They got to bring it back. Come on now. That that was like that it, to me, like when Jeff had that song, that's when he was the WWE champion. But it was like the height of his career. And he even said he wants that song back. I don't know what they got to do to get it back. But he said that gets him going. So if you know that, somebody make it happen. Call WWE headquarters or something. Get no more words back with Jeff Hardy because that was the theme that was best for him. So I'm hoping they get us that again. We'll see. But I wonder what do they do next? You know, um, that's the thing that's going to be interesting as far as I'm concerned. So, but um, ladies and gentlemen, actually going to wrap up things. Just a quick, you know, some quick thoughts on SmackDown live from this past Tuesday, um, I mean, to uh, shoot Friday, it's been a long week. Let me tell you, it's been a very long week. Um, and I'm, you know, obviously I'm back home and quarantining. So I actually, I'm going to finish this and play some Madden. Find me at B Waters 24 if you want to play. But um, as always, folks, thank you so much for joining in this episode. Um, I really appreciate each and every one of you taking the time to support the wrestling realm. Make sure you go ahead, hit the subscribe button, download the show, go ahead and drop me a five star rating. You know, those of you guys with the glorious iPhone, head on over there, go into the Apple store. I mean, the podcast app and then. You know, you just search wrestling realm and I got the beta, so my phone is kind of on some other stuff. Um, but yeah, go into the wrestling realm, you know, right there. And you know, go ahead and hit that five star rating. You know, I got a few ratings in there. I got about 39 ratings, so 
Go ahead, give me something. Who's gonna be the 40th? Give me a five star. Help me out. Help the podcast climb the ladder, the corporate, the, the podcast success ladder. We definitely appreciate it. And then also, like I said, with the YouTube channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button, turn on your bell notifications. That way you can get updates. Um, the real Dwayne Allen and I just dropped the 10 questions episode. So you make sure you check that out. Why I keep calling it 10 questions? It's 20 questions. It's 20 questions. 20 questions. Make sure you check that out, though. Um, you can learn about each of us. But then there's also give me the book. There's, you can go back into season one and season two, see some of the stuff we talked about. Top WWE champions, top intercontinental champions, top tag teams, top matches, gimmick matches. You, we, we talked about so much stuff back in the day. Some of those. And let us know if there's an up episode that you want to see us update. We'll take it under consideration. We know we'll get to the drawing board and figure it out. Um, one of my favorite episodes, the breakout superstars. One of the things the, the real Dwayne Allen talked about on there was looking at a guy like Elias. He said he's one gear change away, and Elias never changed that gear. So it makes me wonder what happens if he does change that gear. So, but that would do it this week, ladies and gentlemen. On this episode, I'll break it down with Brian H. For those of you uh, first time listening, go ahead and let me know. I'll give you a shout out on the next show. For my returning listeners, thank you so much. Thank you for your support. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.